through going climbing. Some people consider it the hardest peak in the Americas. There's a razor's edge between genius and madness. That's a sharp, hard edge to ride. A climber has gone missing. If death was not a possibility, coming out would be nothing. Not an adventure and not an hour. Awesome, nice to meet yeah. you. Hey, Nick, Peter, what's going on? Jeff in Vegas. Yeah. Right. So I got schooled with Brett. I was saying the alpinist, but it's alpinist. So right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I was like, you straight. yes, you did. I go, you bet. <laughs> so I had to get that right. Uh, fascinating documentary, guys. I love stuff like this, you know, because I'm a coward. I'm not, you know, I'm not much of an outdoorsman. And I just love living vicariously through films like this, you know. Uh, and Nick, where do you begin shooting a documentary like this? There's so much to consider. I guess, you know, I, when I went to film school, all errors are made in pre-production, right? Yeah, well, we kind of just began a very organic process, kind of how the film uh, tells it. You know, we discovered this um, incredibly dark horse figure in the climbing world who was doing this amazing stuff and um, nobody had ever really heard of him. And we were so intrigued, you know, we basically uh, sort of eventually somehow got him on the phone through Brett um, because he didn't have a phone and made an arrangement to come up to Squamish and just, you know, take it slow, film a little bit, film an interview. Um, and the moment we sat down with him for that, in, for that first interview um, in the film, and the, we, we were convinced we had someone special here um, and someone who was really unmediated, unvarnished and um, pure and, um, and goofy and fun and lovable. And so we knew matching that with what he was doing, we, we were determined to make the film. And then it was really just a process of really trying to catch lightning in a bottle, try to try to actually get this guy on camera, which was challenging at times. Uh, Peter, how many meetings did you have about safety? I mean, that had to be, you know, the number one priority. Yeah, the amount, especially in those alpine environments where there's objective hazards and, you know, not only is it just the, the face you're on, but you've got weather conditions, underlying snow conditions, Can is the ice stable? And so we have these incredible mountain guides and alpine climbers who are working with us as, as riggers and cameraman, and you know, they've climbed with Mark. The conversations were like um, deep and profound and really thoughtful to the point where we can get as comfortable as humanly possible, you know, being up there filming. And Nick, tell me about this since it's being a documentary, getting that one shot, that one moment in the film, what it's all about. Can you tell me what that moment was for you guys and how did you get it? Oh, God, that is such a tricky question because um, on the one hand, you could say it would be like this big pullout moment revealing Mark on the uh, side of the emperor face, this, you know, tiny uh, figure and this giant landscape to really sort of evoke what Mark was feeling. At the same time, for me, it's the opposite. It's um, when we sent him up on Tori Egger with his own little camera to film and he's up there on a ledge high on the mountain, uh, thousands of feet up in the middle of nowhere um, in the teeth of an impending storm. And he is talking to camera, talking to Brett and sending her a message. Um, that for me is my favorite scene in the film. Well, Nick, Peter, congratulations on a wonderful documentary. I enjoyed it immensely. And uh, when you have a chance, come visit us in Las Vegas. We'd love to have you. Oh, yeah.
Oh yeah, we are. Yep, we they, all the climbers are moving to Vegas now. I understand. We got Red Rug out here, so guys, come on out. We'll make another movie out here. Right Thank on. Thank you so much. Yeah, great to talk to you.